how long have you been modeling? Uh, I think my first shoot was in like 2014. When, where were you when you were like, okay, this is something that I really want to do? Um, it's always kind of been something I want to do. Just, um, for me, it was a way to like build up confidence because, uh, as far as growing up and shit, I was, you know, the smaller girl, the cute girl. I was never the hot girl next door. So when somebody approached me and was like, hey, I think you're attractive. Let's go take photos. I was like, holy shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. What inspires you as a model? Um, honestly, just trying to be better than I was before. I'm not trying to outshine anybody else. I don't want to put down any other woman because they don't deserve that and they work just as hard as I do. I just want to be better than I was yesterday. That's what it's all about. And it's funny because I feel like being in Texas, you're lucky because Texas has like a freakishly good modeling community here. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, it's funny because I like interview people from different, you know, different uh, states, right? In different countries. So whenever I interview a model from Texas, they're like, oh, we love and support each other. We have each other's back. There's this or anything like that. But whenever I interview a uh, model from out of state, like one of my friends, she's a Russian model from Florida. Her tires have been slashed, you know, and she's been told the wrong address just so... Yeah, it's it's pretty cutthroat, you know, out there, you know. Well, I, I can understand that, but at the same time, like, you got to keep your safety in mind. Don't don't be saying some dumb shit that'll come back at you. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no, it's just that she didn't say anything. It's just that it's that competitive out there. Like, really? in Texas, oh. yeah, like. You know, and I feel like it's a blessing and a curse because I have some model friends that did go to L.A. and Miami Mm -hmm. and they, you know, had it hard because they thought it would be like supportive, like in Dallas. But no, like it's the only place where I know models support each other everywhere else. Like she didn't even do anything. She just booked a gig. And this chick was like, okay, I'm going to slash her tire so she can't leave so I can get it. Or like, say, for instance, there'll be a time. Yeah. Or say, for instance, there'll be a time where like um, some she'll ask somebody, so how do you get to this shoot? And she'll be like, okay, you make a turn here, here and here. And they gave her the wrong directions. And the person that gave her the wrong directions will do her shoot, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I hate that that's a thing. Yes, but I'm so I'm definitely glad that we in Texas, you know, I'm proud of my city when it comes to like togetherness and unity, you know, and like say for and like say, for example, what is one of your greatest strength as a model or your greatest strength as a model? Um, I think. uh, What's the word? Sorry, I, I had a brain fart. Um, 
flexibility because uh, I'll show up with literally anything and everything depending on what we talked about. And even then I'll bring other things or we'll plan on going somewhere and end up needing to go somewhere else or something's not there that they wanted to possibly use as a prop or they wanted a different kind of theme. And I'm always like, no, let's go, I'll fix it. Let's, you know, oh, you wanted to do this today because another model ended up canceling? No, I got you. I got that in the back of my car. Let's go, you know? Exactly. I love that. Now, what would you say be your greatest weakness as a model and what are you doing to improve it? Um, lately, it's been just, booking shoots it's not that I haven't had offers it's just that I've been so busy with the whole COVID thing it's kind of hard to be like okay I'm gonna do a shoot you know this week put out the content next week make sure I can have a pay bill by the end of the month you know what I mean yeah I know that's right (laughs) yeah so you're like all right I need to do the the nine to five right now when I make some time I can go do a shoot for now I can do what I can but Oh, I need to book some shoots. <laughs> yeah, it can get pretty hectic. And it's funny because uh, a lot of artists are scared to go back to their nine to five. Like, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I can never go back. I've been on Broadway and this, that, and the third. But I don't think there's anything wrong with making money so you can survive you know I I don't give a shit about that I started working when I was 14 like officially like legal wise and before that I had to bust ass to get anything I ever wanted because not that I had the poorest life but my parents were definitely not the most forthcoming when it came to what I wanted or what I possibly needed I've been raised on hand-me-downs on you eat what I give you you know, like, so I worked for what I have. So I have zero problem, you know, going to my nine to five right now, busting ass, showing people that I can still be as hard of a worker as I've always been, you know. And if I can you know. go back to modeling and not having to do the nine to five, cool, great. But I'm not better than anybody else just because I have to make ends meet. I love that. I love that. Now, with all the Harvey Weinsteins and the Epsteins, you know, it's it's hard. Like, in Texas, we have a blacklist, and even then, some people slip through the cracks. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, how do you stay safe as a, you know, as a model? Uh, a few things. One, research, just, you know, looking up what I can. Of course, social media, not everybody's going to be honest, especially people like, Harvey Weinstein's and shit like that, but you got to start somewhere. Uh, start with that. Mm-hmm. Start with uh, referrals from, you know, uh, people who've worked with them, people who, you know, shot with them, whether they were another photographer, whether they were a model, whether they were, uh, you know, an assistant on the shoot, whatever. See what they can tell me. And also, I do have some friends who will go into the literal background check and be like, nah, this guy's bad news. You can't do that. And then just the basics for survival, you know, I set the date, I set the time, I know where it is, I tell other people where I'm at, there is zero chance you will catch me off guard. I have a stun gun, and I will use it. And also, if there's a black belt, and I will punch you in the fucking face if you touch me. (laughs) You know, like, you know, like, I'm just putting it out there, you know. I'm just putting it out there. You you come at me, I'm going to make sure you bleeding when you're done. (laughs) Yeah. 
it's it's funny. That reminds me of what um what uh, uh Raven Simone said. She was like, I heard something in my house, so I grabbed my gun. And I know y'all think I'm on Disney Channel and I don't have a gun, but now y'all know. <laughs> yeah, no, just because I'm cute and little and I you know, I can ooh woo it up doesn't mean I'm not gonna bust your fucking mouth open on a curb if I need to. Right, right. I love that. Now, one thing I notice about your face is it's very diverse. I feel like you, <laughs> I don't I don't know if you notice this, but I feel like you could literally be anybody. You could be, you know, the nerdy girl, the hot girl, the mean girl. You know, you have that sort of face. I interviewed another guy that's an actor and he has that face too. I said you could be the scumbag, the comic relief, the uh the rich guy, the poor guy and you know, I'm so jealous cuz I don't have that, you know. Well, if it makes you feel better, it took me a really 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 long time to figure it out cuz mm-hmm. like, like I said growing up, I was the nerdy girl or you know, the funny bro chick. You know, not that I had anything against it, my bros and my bros, but I was never yeah. as far as anybody approaching me and being like, oh, you hot. It was, oh, you're cute until I changed it up and, you know, cut my hair, took off my glasses and put in contacts. And then people straight up didn't recognize me that would see me every day. And so I started playing with it and was like, OK, maybe next month I'll try this. And they're like, oh, shit. You look completely different. And in my head, I'm like, I just cut my hair and stopped wearing glasses. But apparently that's enough to change my whole look. And I didn't realize that was a thing until, you know, it just happened. Yeah. Like if I wanted to change, if I could, I would have to do something drastic. But you, you could just cut your hair, put on glasses, take off glasses, put on extensions. You would literally be five different people. Yeah, and I again, it still weirds me out because I'll I'll want to go out and maybe wear a wig because I got messy hair or I didn't dye my roots or I don't know. I just wanted to do something different, and I'll feel like a complete stranger to everyone around me because they're looking at me like I am, even though they know it's me. You know, they're just like, "You look ah, who are you?" And I'm like, "You know me. It's not like my personality's changed, but apparently, <laughs> you know, what I mean." Exactly. Exactly. But don't feel like people would like, I know a lot of actors that would kill to have that. So. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. Now, I just want to take the time out to say I love your post. Like the one about Bugs Bunny (laughs) literally tripped me out. (laughs) Oh, my shit posting? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the Scooby-Doo one, like, oh, my God, that movie took up so many years uh-huh. of my life. Uh-huh. And I've been compared to um, Velma in that movie. I can't remember that actress's name off the top of my head. It, uh, it's, it, it's Edna Cordellini. That's it. That's it. But I fucking love her. She is a yeah. versatile queen as well. You know, she was in Scooby-Doo as the nerdy girl. She was in Grandma's Boy as, like, the unsure but also hot nerdy girl <laughs> you know she was in avengers as a mom like and that's just yeah off the top of my head and it's funny because you don't know it's her until you actually like oh it's her you know well, that's the funny thing is i've watched movies my whole life like that is i can openly admit i am a weeb 
I love anime. I love movies. I, I have TV shows. I only need to see something once to like know it. And I know tons of actors' names. But mostly, if I if I see that face or I hear that voice, like you know, voice acting for anime, I'm like, I know who that is. It's popping in my <laughs> so I yeah. see her and I'm like, yes, the queen's here. Exactly. What are your top three favorite animes? I love uh, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, and Naruto. Yu Gi Oh be an honorable mention, but what are your top three mm-hmm. favorite animes? Well, as nerdy as it's, it's not, I don't know if it's number one, but I do have to say Naruto. I have like three Naruto tattoos, so I can't be like <laughs> uh, front and, um, and I don't know if I can pick like a favorite, like top three animes. Like that's the also hard thing with me, even when it comes to other movies and TV shows. I think I have like a main favorite and then the other ones are like on a tier list, if anything, not on a top five. Yeah. Have you uh, ever been to any of the cons, like Acon or something like that? Uh, I went to one with a friend uh, for maybe like an hour, and then I had to go do a shoot. But I've been wanting to go because I I haven't lived in Texas my whole life, I'll, you know, just straight up. And um, when I did move here, uh, my parents were definitely uh, more sheltering. So if I wanted to, you know, go out and do something like that, they needed everybody's name, they needed everybody's number, they needed to know where I would be at, and it was like, that's too much hassle. And when I was planning on going, which was this year, COVID happened, you know, like I even had other model friends, Uh, my friend Allison invited me to come out to a con, because she cosplays as Wonder Woman all the time, and she's amazing, beautiful girl. And, you know, COVID hits and I can't go, (laughs) and it's like, well... All right. Uh, so I've been trying to kind of get out my cosplays uh, at the Ren Fair. I went last weekend, I think it was, and, you know, dressed up as a belly dancer, uh, found another photographer there who's been wanting to work with me, and I forgot completely because it's been so crazy. But I've, I've been dying to go, dying. <laughs> yeah. This year, kind of, you know, Miss Rona kind of fucked everything up, but... I will Mm -hmm. tell you this. There is some do's and don'ts to cons. You don't want to stay at the same hotel as the con. I know it sounds like a good idea. No, that sounds like a smart thing. I don't want to be in the same con full of no offense to people who go to cons because I'm going to be that person, but it's going to be full of stanky B.O. and drunk bitches who are nerdy off their ass, and I'm going to need some me time. (laughs) Well, well, that and it's tradition to pull the fire alarm. So unless you like evacuating every night, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't sound like fun. It's tradition. Yeah. <laughs> They're like fire force, go. <laughs> Literally. And like Acon is a good con. Uh, A&T, Anime North Texas, that's a good one. Mm. Uh and then there's AFES. AFES is more low-key, more smaller of the two. Got you. I got you. I went to Acon one year. There were people, like, they had spiked the uh, water in the rave. They had put Molly in the water. I'm not they, surprised. You know, they uh, got kicked out of there, first of all, because you know, they, they didn't know how to act, so they got kicked out of the hotel. Oh. And they had to move somewhere else. 
And yeah, it was just a bunch of mess. People were having orgies in the hotel oh, room. No. Uh, throwing, yeah, one person threw their bed downstairs in the lobby. There was, uh, I know all this stuff because my friend volunteered uh, and worked there. Uh, there was a lot of underage. See, and this is the thing. Karens believe that Akon, when it says you have to be 18 and up, that doesn't just mean you have to pay for them. It means you have to be there. There was a lot of underage, because there's some creeps that go oh, there yeah. too. Oh, and there's yeah. a lot of underage kids that were that were drunk in I the never, I've never now. understood that. And, I'm sorry. You know, underage... I'm not judging nobody, but I, I never underage drank. I was, I was, didn't do drugs, didn't drink, didn't do any of that until I was of age, period. So I don't... Well, well, I, well, I understand. Well, I understand you're young. You want to be grown. Yeah, than like I understand, are. but God, well, God, God. what are you doing? <laughs> God. Yeah, but I blame the moms because, like, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be with your kids at all time, not you know just saying, "All right, I'm gonna go get yeah, my nails nah. done. See you in three days." But low key, the moms are probably relieved. Yeah, They're right. Like, thank God, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That hurt. Yeah, but but yeah, definitely. I highly, you know, recommend you go to it. It'll literally be one of the greatest moments of your life. There's something about being in a community where everybody thinks like you. That's yeah, yeah, so no, like especially lately because, like I said, I've met more models and people who cosplay. Because some people who cosplay don't consider themselves models; they consider themselves cosplayers or enthusiasts. But they're so welcoming and so sweet. And honestly, my favorite part is we can just nerd out, you know, like they don't judge what you like, what you don't like, maybe a little bit, you know, just for the joke of it. But, you know, they're like, oh, you like Naruto or oh, oh, you like whatever this or that. And you're like, yeah, and they're like, that's dope. Let's let's chat about that. Let's send memes back and forth. Let's let's just vibe. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, I'm not. I I would be lying if I said I was an anime fan, but I do respect the culture. And it was funny because my first year there, I uh, mentioned uh, there was this guy. He was holding a uh, uh, one of the My Little Pony uh, ponies. Uh, He had a uh, stuffed animal one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Twilight Sparkle, I think it was. And I said something about Twilight, and he looked at me funny, and my cousin was like, we don't play that oh, Twilight no. shit here. And I was I was just making a joke. I'm so sorry. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, it's the one place, because, like, I can tell somebody that loves anime mm. from a mile away. So when I walk up to somebody and I'm like, are you in the anime? You know, it's so frowned upon. They're like little cats ready to run. They're like, uh, yeah, no. yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I know yeah. my people. I know my people. I can, yeah, I can like, and I'll, I'll be the first to openly admit, like, even when I was younger, yes, I liked anime, and maybe, like, a tinge in high school, I was like, yeah, I, I like anime, you know, that don't judge me, but now it's like, yeah, I like anime, say something, what do you want? <laughs> Get, you know, yeah, well, not even tattoos. that, like, <laughs> like, you know, you're, you're gonna judge me based off of something that I watch on television, okay, cool, nice to meet you, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> 
you want to chat, cool. If not, I'll be over here. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm the most open, Billy, honest definitely. person ever. You're, you either are going to be like, okay, cool, or you're not going to like me. And I, I can't control that. All I can control is how I react to it. So. Yeah, that's like me. Like, you're never going to hear somebody say, oh, that Jonathan is an mm -hmm. okay dude. Either they're going to be like, he's the scum of the earth, or he's an angel sitting down from I don't know if I would say you're the scum of the earth, and I would hope nobody would say that about you, but... <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot of... Well, because well, I'm a very, like, in-your-face dominant personality, as most artists are. And that can rub people yeah, no, I, the I wrong way. That. It could be intimidating to somebody. No, so, I, I yeah. appreciate that. There's so, nothing yeah. wrong with but that. You know, you have your opinion, you know, as long as you're not forcing it on another person. Do you think? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, there's, I'm, but I'm definitely one of those people that are not, you know, in the, in the middle. I, you know, I'm so direct. You know, yeah. you're either gonna be here one yeah, day. Yeah, you either other. gonna you either gonna vibe yeah. with me or you're not. That's that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Now what's your um dream collab, like high fashion collab, <sighs> whether it be Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Armani, who would you like to collab Honestly, with? Honestly, uh I don't know as much as I should about the fashion world. I've been trying to get more into it because, like I said, I didn't really grow up around a lot of uh, fashion icons, to say the least, <laughs> let, let alone anybody who would, you know, be like, yeah, let's talk about fashion and gossip about it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, one that I would love to do would be Gucci, but that's just because... Uh, the few people that they do back or have on their campaigns, I absolutely love. Like, uh, you can call me a nerd for this, but like I said, I'm an open book. Uh, Kai from XO or Super M, he is a king among men, and mm -hmm. oh my god, I would, <laughs> I would lose it if I could ever even be within the same building as that man. Just, oh. I'm telling you. <laughs> So what's unique about you? What separates you from the other models? Um, um, I don't want to say approachability necessarily because, you know, there's definitely more models who are, you know, way more uh, accommodating than I am. You know, you, you know what? I'm going to start using that because like I was because uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing to offend anybody. But one of my uh, best friends, she's one of my favorite models. Her name is uh, Sierra. She's a really good mm -hmm. person to talk to. Like if there's ever a young girl trying to be a model, I definitely mm -hmm. refer them to her. But, you know, I was I, I said she had the girl next door look. But that's a good way to say it. She looked approachable, you know, because she was still, yeah. she's beautiful. But some girls are like beautiful and you're like, I don't deserve yeah. to breathe. It, well, it's either or you with know? the girl next door. You it's know. either, you know, she's so approachable, sweet and cute because, you know, she'll smile at you, uh, you know, just say, hey, how are you doing? What's up? And then there's the girl next door that you're like, 
she is out of my league. You pull the thing from Hot Rod. It's like, uh, what's the main character? He's like, oh, you look hot tonight. What was that? I said, you look like trash. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so like, definitely, I, I feel definitely. like as far as approachability, I don't know if it's necessarily just how I look, but maybe just how I present myself to other people. Because if somebody comes up to me and they're genuinely wanting, you know, to have a conversation or just meet me or just hang out, whatever, then of course I'm going to, you know, not necessarily put my best foot forward, but speak to them like they're a human being because they are just like I am. I'm not going to look a person up and down and be like, oh, scoff, I'm too good for you. No. The only time I would ever scoff at somebody is if they were maybe being a Kyle. And they walk up to me and they're like, or, you know, kind of an older man who's being very much a creeper and, you know, comes up to me and is like, hey, baby, if I won a million dollars, would you run away to Hawaii with me? Which half of me would want to joke and be like, fuck, yeah, let's go. That's yeah, I'm solid. But at the same time, I don't want it to be with you. It's just a joke. Don't take it seriously. You're not my sugar daddy. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because when people ask me those like, uh, conflicting questions. I'll be like, "Don't ask me something you we both exactly, don't want." Exactly. Like, I'll I'll be there for the for the pun of it because no, that's funny. That's a good line. That's clever. But I don't know if you think the result's gonna be how you hope it was. <laughs> like, not to be mean, you seem like a wonderful person, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. How do you take criticism? Um, I like to think constructively because I, I, I want to be able to do better. As I said before, there, there's nothing wrong with somebody. I, I almost hate the word criticize just because of how it's been interpreted lately. You know, you criticize somebody, it means you're almost bashing them. And it's yeah. like, no, the word criticize is to, you know, point out your flaws and not that they're, you know, 100% you're a horrible person, you suck at your job, it's major flaws no it's something you might need to work on practice you know put a little bit more time into you know what I, I agree. mean I agree yeah and I mean I feel like all because me too I've had good and bad criticism yeah. I feel like you have to stop and assess yeah. like you know this person is full of shit so let it go in one ear and out the other. And then you know this person is intentionally trying to help yeah. you. So take what they say. And, you know, you just need a filter. For yeah, them, exactly. Because you'll get criticized. Like, I, I, I got criticized earlier this week because I posted, you know, a couple pictures. And, and they were censored and everything. And not like they were the most lewd thing. Because, honestly, as far as my content, I don't necessarily post the most sexual or lewd or you know kind of content it's more so empowering at least for me you know I want to feel sexy I want others to see that I'm trying to do good I'm trying to set an example for uh at least for me a healthy body type you know I don't need to starve myself which many models and other women have in the past I don't need to you know listen to every single critique because if I did that I would go all Britney Spears you know like if if you take every criticism to heart you're not going to get anywhere and you're just going to be self-deprecating yourself but if you take the criticism 
you know, analyze it, take a beat and go, okay, is he saying this because he wants something from me or is he saying this to possibly help me in the future? Exactly. Now, what are your top three favorite movies of all time? Um, well, I know the first two for sure, just because I've loved them most of my life. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, it came out on my birth year. I know it's overdone, all that, but I was in my room. We were both born, we were both born yeah. in 1994, right? Yeah, so it's like that yeah. came out. I, you know, watched it even when I was five years old. I had the soundtrack in my little speaker system, which was, you know, basically like a really shitty karaoke machine. <laughs> but I had the whole soundtrack. I would play whenever <laughs> I did my chores. I would drive my family insane. I loved the time it took for them to make it. I loved Tim Burton, you know, just the, the darker, but making it light and funny, but also throwing in some fun music as I've always appreciated that, so that's definitely one. Um, another one would probably be The Dark Knight. Um, it oh, it is, and man. it breaks my heart because Heath Ledger was one of my favorite actors growing up, like, for many reasons. And it, Even before Heath Ledger? I mean, even before The Joker? Heath Ledger was a, a legend. Ledger was a legend. Like, he, he also had that face. He could be a bad guy. He could be a good guy. He could be the nerd. He could be the judge. He had yeah. all those things. And every time I saw a movie with him in it, even if it was a minor role, I was like, God, this, this man can just act. Mm-hmm. And then as far as the... Like, even, even the little things yeah. in his performance, when he was in The Joker... Even the unmentioned things was like, okay, yeah, that was a good and he, choice. He you know? a lot of, there was a lot of impromptu in his his performance. Um, I even have a, a reel from the actual film, you know, the actual film strip. My dad got it for me as a birthday mm-hmm. present one year because he knew how much I loved the movie and how much I've read all the Batman comics and how much I actually appreciated his performance, he got me a little film reel and it's from my favorite scene uh, where they're in like the back room of the restaurant and all the mob bosses are there talking to the accountant on the screen. He walks in with the bombs in his jacket. Yeah. And it's the part where he's like, oh, this Mm -hmm. is just a regular pencil. I'm going to make it disappear. Bam, it's gone. (laughs) And it's like right after that, that's where that's from. And I ultimately appreciated that scene because it's a very intense scene, obviously. It's a room full of mob bosses talking to their accountant. Like, the most serious... People do not understand. People do not understand the impact of that scene. These are literally the most dangerous people in Gotham. And he just walked in. Yeah, he just was like, I I, I don't care what happens. I have a plan. If it doesn't work out, it's fine. You know, like, this is what I'm gonna do, and it's. Are you are you kidding? I love that you're psychotic, but I yeah. love that. <laughs> and, and and then the little pieces like when uh, Gamble calls mm-hmm. him a freak, 
and he just pauses like, no, I'm not, as if he was called Yeah, that which, before. you know, he has you been know. in, you know, many other iterations and comics, but the fact that I'm positive, I'm like almost 99% sure the you are a freak is in the script, but the way that Ledger, you know, like gave him the look, but then played it off like, nope, this isn't the time. I have other things to do right now. I'm not just messing with you. I'm messing with everybody in this room. Say something else. Yeah. <laughs> like, powerful. Awesome. Awesome. What's your third um, one? Um, I guess I could just go with one that I, I also know is like a lifelong favorite, which would be uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. That, that movie, mm, yeah, that movie gave me, like, good vibes and scared the hell out of me as a kid. Well, like, her little sidekick, <laughs> you know, with the big round lip gave me nightmares for days. Yeah. Like, I couldn't. Like, he's not even the worst character either. There's obviously much darker characters, but the way they drew him fucked me up. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> he was funny with me. Yeah. Who are your top three artists of all time? Like singers? singers. Uh, man, now you're asking me a hard question. I got a music tattoo on me and I listen to literally every genre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, if you asked me if I was a kid and what I grew up on, it'd be a lot of what I listened to back then would be what my parents listened to would be like uh, Duran Duran. Uh, Journey, Sticks, some country, Shania Twain, you know, Garth Brooks, the, the normal, the usual, growing up in the 90s. Uh, yeah, it, it's funny because even though people listen to everything, they still have those, like, three mains. But I love how you, like, literally listen to I, I know, like, <laughs> I, I think I think of it as a good thing because, to me, music is... Um, I read this somewhere. Uh, art is a way to take up space in a room, and music mm-hmm. is a way to decorate time. You got that from yeah, me. Yeah, I, I think that yeah. Last night. And I was like, that is the most beautiful and accurate way because you're in a bad mood, you're gonna listen to this type of music or this artist. You're in a pumped, hyped mood. You're going to listen to this type of music. Or, you know, it depends on the situation. It depends on how you want to feel. Because music literally, you know, it makes you feel it. it. That's the point of it. So if you can't, at least for me, what, go across what, all what spectrums, it's hard for me to understand how you could be emotionally available in all spectrums. Yeah, and I also read somewhere that if people that listen to all types of music are better people. Thank you. That's such a sweet thing to say. <laughs> yeah, and, and like um, music can really be broken down to a spiritual thing on a spiritual molecule because of math. They just discovered that math can be broken down to a spiritual mm-hmm. molecule. So I know if math can. Well, like one of my favorite things because. Uh, as far as music, I was raised as a percussionist. I had a drum set, you know, give it to me piece by piece till I was about 12. Went to, you know, middle school, high school, drum line. And what I appreciate about percussion and as far as like the drums of every music, because I love all music, even if it's just strings. But if you, I'm sure you've seen it, if you put like a 
plate or a solid stone dish over an amp and you put some sand on it and you play a beat, you can literally see the art of the sand being moved in different inflections and different frequencies. You know, you, it can yeah. turn into a spiral. It can turn into like what looks like a target. It, it's beautiful to see. And then you realize that's literally what's happening in your ears makes it, you know, a whole nother dimension of cool. Exactly, exactly. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm so glad we finally got this chance. I've been trying to get you for a minute. I know, I'm so sorry. Like I said, I've been trying to work the nine to five with the whole Corona thing. I had to switch apartments and I finally got settled here. And, you know, if you ever want to interview, you know, from now on, I should be good. So. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, you have, thank you again for giving me your time because I know time is important and you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your patience and I've had a lovely time. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye.